Hey! <laughs> the most natural and normal start to this podcast that there ever has been. That was, it felt good. <laughs> it felt comfortable. Um, hi, welcome to FOH. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane. And we're here to talk to you about... <laughs> huh? Yep. I'm throwing it to you. Oh, um, food, drinks, the service industry, being a server, getting served, after shift hijinks. Oh, that's fun. Um, issues within the industry that may just be us ranting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that. Politics. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, get get into it. Don't be afraid. Yes. We're truth tellers yas queen profits profits mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. i love where this is going yeah so cool yeah been trying to smoke a lot of weed lately so yeah i've noticed that <laughs> <laughs> um it's pretty fun i don't know i'm just trying to you know be my best self right the person i thought i was gonna buy shroomies from at work got fired so <laughs> They always do. Bummer. There goes my shroom connect. There goes my shroom connect. (laughs) Watch out, shroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Saddest song they ever wrote. (laughs) That is sad. (laughs) I don't know where to get shroom. I only know where to buy cocaine. I don't think this is a good thing to talk about on the podcast. You think a lot of cops listen? I don't know. If I were a cop, I'd be tuned in. (laughs) Like, we got him. We got him. Go, 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 go. go. They rappel from the top of this sunny side building <laughs> down into this window, break it. Um, I wish we were that important. <laughs> that would be, be sick. Dope. Yeah. Also, just with, that we would be arrested for saying we wish we could buy shrooms. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where to buy shrooms. They're like, you're a loser. Go to jail. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Kelly, how's your week? What did you were gone? Yeah, I was on vacay, went to Miami, um, had some great food and drinks down there. Mm-hmm. Went to the Broken Shaker, love that place, really cute. Um, went to I, <laughs> we went to this place that was really good, and I think it's called the Near Kitchen, which is N I U N I U N I U. So that's what I was calling it, the Near Near. <laughs> And it was really delicious, natural wine, a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, went to uh, a place called the Palace of Juice that was delicious Cuban food. Yep. Um, you know, just did it all. You had a Cubano? Cubano. We had a Cuban coffee. Mm, yeah. Got mango juice. Did you get like a guava pastry when you were down there? Uh, yeah, I did get a guava and cheese little yeah. um, pastillo. Pastel. Yeah, it was delicious. Oh, so good. That you, place also, they were like, you want two cinnamon rolls? I was like, sure. Yes, I, I do. ate a full cinnamon roll. Si, si puede. <laughs> I used Barack Obama's campaign. <laughs> si, si puede. As I was running down the streets, just screaming, <laughs> and they're like, she's been in a time capsule, and we just let her loose in Miami. I also walked past the Glossier store in Miami, and I was like, should I go in? <laughs> and then I was like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did you know there's a difference between there's two kinds of there's the Tampa Cuban sandwich and the Miami Cuban sandwich. Oh, I didn't know that. By different uh, groups of immigrants that like changed the Cuban sandwich. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I believe the one in Tampa. I want to say it has pickles, and then the one in Miami doesn't. Mine did not have pickles. Yeah. There's a couple different, like, there's a mustard thing, too, I yeah. think. Anyways. Yeah. A little bit of Florida history old. for you. Um, anyway, it was such a fun city. Um, yeah, great. Cool. Loved it. It looked great. Thank you. Yeah. From the meager social media that you yeah, posted. Yeah, Lillian was like, post more, but it's not my style. I know. I mean, I also, like, I saw my screen time, and I'll just share with you all what it is, because it's jumped greatly. I was, I've been sick, like, again, so I was looking at my screen yeah. much more, but one day I spent 11 hours on yeah. the screen. 11. That's like... That's like most of the Most day. of my whole day. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, terrifying. Um <clears throat> But I had, um, 
Speaking of, I did post about this on my social media, but didn't tell the whole tale. I went out on Saturday with my friend Jillian. We were like, let's, it was that really first really nice day here in New York. Yeah, gorgeous. Which is always just like demon inspiring and everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, we were like, let's do something like really dumb. Like, let's just like go drink wine, like on a patio and it'll probably be bad, but let's just like do it, you yeah. know? So I went to this place in Williamsburg that I go like secretly and with shame because it's like not good. And I'll go by myself and like have a margarita before I go home or like if I'm in a really bad mood, get like a deviled egg and just like a glass of wine and then like not tell anyone, you Mm -hmm. know? Anyways, but we went there and they closed the backyard. So there was like we couldn't sit outside. And so we just like had like a weird experience. Then we're like, let's go somewhere else. And then just like have another drink and a snack. Like we were just kind of drinking and snacking. Yeah. So we go to, and we knew it's Saturday night. It's nice. It's going to be crazy everywhere. We just were like, let's just, let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Roll with it. Roll with it. So we go to um, this place, Cafe Mogador, which is like a famous, there's, it started, the first one's in the East Village, right? Mm -hmm. East Village. And it's like been there forever. Kind of like an institution. Yeah. Um, it's like Moroccan. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is. Cause it's like lots of like, they have like mint tea and like lamb and, skewers yeah. and baba ganoush and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so we went and we sat at the bar and everyone was perfectly pleasant, but the bartender kind of for off the bat, he was like very tall and handsome. And he was like that kind of bartender or server who like, they base everything on flirting. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. their whole style of service. And it's like my friend and I were just like 100% not interested in flirting with this guy. Like we were nice, but like we weren't like. Right. You weren't showing him any no. skin. It's just like we're just talking about like how much we hate a lot of art in New York. Yeah. Um, which isn't like fun and flirty. Um, <laughs> so anyways. So we're not getting great service, which is like, again, I don't hold that against anyone on a Saturday night. Like our plates weren't getting cleared. We weren't getting like drinks refreshed. Like it just wasn't great. But again, I know that it happens. Although I could tell everybody else the bar was getting better service. But you know what? Again, fine. Letting it go. Not taking it personally. Right, right. Um, and then we were like, let's get like one more quick cocktail and then get out of here. And so I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, what is going to be, cause I'm like, I'm like clocking this place. I'm sizing it up. I'm like, what can we get that will be okay here? Yeah. And I was like, let's just get like a gimlet because that's like really easy. Yeah. Not like you can <laughs> fuck it up, but even if you fuck it up a little bit, I'll still drink it. Like, it's not like whatever it's three ingredients. It's fine. I'll, I'll take a vodka gimlet any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, it's like a slammable thing. Ooh. Easy. Um, and they had like another version of a gimlet on their cocktail menu. So I was like, okay, so it's like they already have the proportions. Right there. Right there. Yeah. So I was like, um, hey, can we just get um, two gimlets, please? And he was like, I was like, two gin gimlets. And he was like do you want the Mediterranean gimlet? I was like, no, I don't. Um, just a regular gimlet, please. You know, which is so funny to be like, do you want the med? I was like, did I say Mediterranean gimlet? Like, I don't <laughs> anyways. <sighs> um, so I'm watching. Him. Did I say Mediterranean? <laughs> did I name any of the seven seas to you, sir? <laughs> no. <laughs> and so then he was really rude to me and I was like, I don't get it. No, I didn't say that obviously, but so then, because I am a nosy bitch, and mm-hmm. I had full eye view, I was watching him make the gimlets, because I was like, how's his mother? I don't trust him. I you just, are. like, inherently didn't. So I'm watching him. I see him pick up a huge thing that's labeled, dated and everything, OJ. And I was like, no. Absolutely like, oh, not. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> It was hilarious. Everybody <laughs> laughed. Um <laughs> Do you remember O.J. Simpson's prank show? It was like, you got juiced. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not from the time that it was out because. Right. Right. But yes, that's really funny. Right. Then he, he, you said, oh no. Then O.J. Simpson came in. He was like, you you juiced. juiced. And then everyone freaked out (laughs) because they were scared. (laughs) He's going to hurt us. Like, you should be in jail. Um, No, he served his time. I think he's back. No, no, no. He just got out. Okay. Well, whatever. 
I would like to keep tabs, actually. So if you could let You're me know. You're not doing a good job. Damn you got it. out like a year ago. I thought, okay, whatever. It's been, my OJ timeline is all <laughs> fractured. All <laughs> You've been doing as much meth as he was when he. I try to mirror his every move. <laughs> um, whatever OJ does, I do. <laughs> Said it before. So anyways, I got juiced and (laughs) Um, so I'm like, okay, but you know what? Maybe it'll be good. I'm trying not to like prejudge. So he gives us the gimlets. They're very clearly orange and (laughs) tinted orange. And I was like, this motherfucker. Not good. Not good. So I take a sip and I was like, I can't drink this because it was gin orange juice and like simple syrup like it there was no acid so it was just completely like floppy sweet like it was disgusting i mean that sounds horrible the idea of adding simple syrup to orange juice is actually one of the worst things i would argue that you don't need to have orange juice behind the bar unless a it's brunch or B, you have like a half ounce of it with some crazy cocktail. Do I? It, yeah. It's not something that you need to constantly put no. in a drink. And, and if you if you have it, you're you are using it by like a half ounce. Yeah. Maybe in like a painkiller. Something. something. But not a main ingredient. It's not 1988. It's this is not tequila sunrise <laughs> country. You know. I wish it was. I don't. Um. So you were just in Miami. You could have had all of the dumb drinks. I did. Yeah, I did. did have all the dumb drinks. <laughs> and yeah. I did. Um, anyways, so I'm like, okay, this is annoying. We already like aren't on great terms with the bartender, just that we haven't had a great, pleasant interaction, you know, which is always sucky when you have to send something back, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it though. And I was like, uh, so he's also like clears our plates. We have full drinks that have been pushed away from us, Yeah, which is like a sign. Like if I saw that as a bartender, I would say, oh, like, are we not enjoying these? Or like, is there, you know, maybe something you prefer? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like do a check-in when you see that a drink has been untouched. That's like the normal thing to do. Yeah. Um, But he didn't do that. Because also sometimes it is as simple as you're like, is everything okay with the drink? And the people will be like, oh, yeah. We haven't even just had time to drink. Yeah. Right. Um, But he didn't do that. <clears throat> and then I was like, fuck. So I said, hey, um, we're actually going to take the check. And we actually just like aren't really enjoying these. And it's totally fine. But I think we're just going to grab the check. Like I was just like, we're all set. But yeah. thank you. We just don't really want these. And he's like, okay. And then he comes back and he puts the check down and the drinks are on them. Mm-mm. Again, we are not actively drinking these drinks. We've had one sip and pushed it away. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is bad. I was like, this is fucked up. So he comes back over and I was like, hi, excuse me. I was like, we actually just aren't going to have these drinks. So do you mind just taking them off the check for us? And he's like, you don't like the gimlets? <laughs> and I was like, no. I love the idea of him being personally offended. Oh, you don't like them. I was like, no, we actually aren't really into them. He's like, okay. Well, I mean, it's a gimlet's what you asked for. I was like, this isn't a gimlet. Like my my heart, I was like, nope, it's t- we're going, buddy. I was like, I'm, you going to go there go. with me? I was like, let's fucking go. I was like, what you made is not a gimlet. And he was like, well, it's gin and lime syrup. And I was like, I'm going to stop you. I'm stopping you right here. I'm like, I don't need to hear anymore about your wrong list of ingredients. Of ingredients. He's like, there's <clears throat> grape juice. There's club soda. Creme de <laughs> violette. <laughs> Peach schnapps. I don't know what you want me to say, but that is what's in it. And... um. I was like, okay, well, whatever. I just, we're not going to drink these. If you could please just take them off the check. He's like, well, I can't do it. I have to get a manager. I was like, that would be great. Could you get a manager? Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yes, do that. I'm asking you to do it. It shouldn't have even had to be asked in the fucking first place. I'm so mad at this point. Like my heart is like just pounding. And then he comes back, puts a check down. He took one gimlet off. No. I... Got out of my chair so fast. I was just like, absolutely not. 
I have straight eyes at the woman who I just saw him talk to. And I was like, that's a manager. Goodbye. I like get yeah. at my friends like, okay. <laughs> and I like stride over there. And I swear to God, it was like an out of body experience because in my life, I've gone out to eat. I've gone to bars a mil, a countless times. Of course. I have never even come close to asking for a manager or speaking to, I've never like Mm-mm. ever, 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 which is crazy because I've had a lot of bad service. Yeah. I would never do this. No, of course not. Cause you're a normal person and like you make you, you understand what happens. Yeah, I get sometimes it. Sometimes bad service does happen. I mean, if he'd made us bad drinks and then been an asshole about it and taken it off, I never would have even said anything. Yeah, if he had just done the right thing but still been a dick yeah, about like, it. Yeah, like, I don't care. Fine, yeah. you're a dick. I'll get over it. Yeah. But I was like, the one gimlet takeoff? I was like, absolutely uh-uh. not. Uh, eyes turned fully red. I find the woman. He should have remade the drinks and taken them off the yeah. track. He should have given us a gift or taken off another round or fucking something. Yeah. So I go over. I, Not my finest hour, but I did do a shoulder touch. That's fine. I'm constantly touching people's shoulders. Okay. Well, you know. I did a shoulder touch. I said, hi, excuse me. Are you the manager on duty tonight? And she was like, I am. And she was super nice. And I was like, yeah, I just want to check in really quickly because I don't know if you saw the whole like Gimlet situation at Gimlet the bar. Gate. Gimlet Gate <laughs> 2019 scandal of the century, but it's been happening right in front of your eyes. Um, <laughs> reporters are about to descend on this restaurant. I want you to be ready, you and your You're team. Like, you all have been juiced. You all have been juiced. <laughs> We're still currently being juiced right now and uh, wanted you to be aware. So. <laughs> so I touch her shoulder. I say, are you the manager? She's like, yes. And I'm like, so this is happening. I was like, um, I asked if these drinks could be taken off the menu and or off the check. And he took one of them off. I don't know if that's your policy, but I would really love if both of them could be taken off right now. And then I did name drop, which again, have never done, but I want to be like, look, we both work at these places. Mm-hmm. We're in the industry. I do not do this, but this has been really crazy. Yeah. You know, I was like, this is really bizarre to me. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And she started talking to me about like the POS. And I was like, you know, don't, I don't need the technical background. <laughs> She's like, we use Aloha. Have you ever used it? It's invented in the eighties. It's very bizarre. Really? Microse has really given us, no, I just was like, she was very nice and apologized, but I was like, I mean, really should have done more for us besides just like awkwardly taking it. Like yeah. the third time the check comes down. I'm like, this is like, that is bizarre. And he was such a dick the whole time. Never apologized. Never took the drinks away either. Never took the drinks That's away. So the drinks were sitting there the whole time. And then my friend Jillian was like, dude, the ultimate power move would just be to house these drinks right now before we left. I was like, that would be so fun to be like, goodbye. Just chug the gimlets. <laughs> the like, like hot orange juice oh drink. Oh my God. So disgusting. If they weren't absolutely, I couldn't, I couldn't drink them. No, that's insane. It's also like at that point, if it does get to that, even the second time is not cool, but if it gets to like a third check being dropped, you need to be like, she should have like made new drinks or brought you a morrow or brought out a dessert or brought literally out, like, just anything at that. Literally point. you have to, that's like triage level of a service experience where you're like, this is actually catastrophic if it gets to this point. Yeah. Like that is like, I would be horrified. Oh my God. I've had situations where I'm like, you know what? Every point I failed, like something yeah. weird has happened and you have to fucking gloss it with something. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I've never done that, but Jesus. No, but I'll, I'll, I'll take anything off a check. I don't care. Yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Last round's on a, like that, even that I would been like, I'm never coming back here. I mean, I'm never going back there, but I would say I'm never coming back here, but that was nice of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But or also you might say, then you might tell the tale of like, this was a really bad experience, but they were really nice about it. Yeah. But even like, and I never tell people I'm in the service industry because that's kind of a douchey thing to do. But I was like, yo, I am like beyond understanding of really almost every situation. And we still tip 20%. Like, I'm not going to not tip this guy. Yeah. But I was like, I really didn't want to. Really didn't want to. But 
I probably wouldn't have done it. 100%. I know. I know. I was like, but I, I almost but it is kind of a power, like to be like, yeah, I'm still giving you a good tip. Oh, but... totally. I was going to give him a fuck you tip, which is like a ton of money just to like yeah. be an extra dick. But then I was like, nah, I don't want, I can't afford that psychological <laughs> power play right now, but I, I would have if I'd been making yeah. more money, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, my, my heart If we had was... more patrons. <laughs> okay, we don't need to guilt the audience. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Um, but you should become a patron. Um, anyways, so yeah, that was fucking bonkers. That is crazy. I Yeah, that place is like, I just... I don't enjoy going there whenever I do. Yeah. It was just, it seemed like a place that was big enough on a Saturday night and kind of like anonymous enough that we could just like get a quick drink and a snack and it would be like totally For fine. sure. I would think of it that way. You know? Because it's, it's definitely a place that like, if someone's like, let's go there for lunch. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it'll be, fine. it'll be fine. Yeah. But, um, bartenders, uh, just learn how to make the drinks. Just a basic just know, set. Just know the classics. There's like seven drinks that you could just know. It's like really easy. It's also like when you get into that, like it's like a, a gimlet is, a, it's, it's, you've learned it's a gimlet, a daiquiri, a sour. These are all the same ratio. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Don't. It's fine. Don't not know. Or you know what I do? If I get caught with a recipe, I actually had a nightmare about this. Get caught with a recipe you don't know. Someone asks for something, you just pretend like you have to go get something and you just Google it. Yeah, you don't In a corner and you're like, got it. And you go back and make it. It's like pretty easy to do on the sly. So yeah. Or you could literally say, yeah, cool. And then turn, they don't care. Just do it in front of them. Mm, yeah. I've got too much pride, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think most of the time people aren't paying attention. Like, yeah, that's you were, true. You were watching him, but probably most people wouldn't have been. I was eagle-eyeing what <laughs> juices he was putting into my yeah, drink. Yeah. A psycho. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. Uh, yeah. I I'm loving so. it. I'm excited. Cool. <laughs> cool. That wasn't a way to like make people excited. I'm like, yeah, get ready, guys. It's going to be yeah, forever. Yeah, strap in. Strap in. Um, Kelly, do you want to introduce this week's topic? Yeah, we're doing a big one. I can't, there was a specific reason that we wanted to cover this, but now I can't remember what it um, was. I think it's because I was annoyed. I saw some, uh, I don't remember what website it was or something, but it was like, natural wine is the new, I was like, nope, I can't, I was like, we can't be behind this dumb thing that has been happening forever, but everyone's just kind of talking about now. Yeah. So natural wine, obviously uh, probably lots of you who listen to this podcast know what it is and drink it, but we just wanted to do our own little primer on it and say what we know about it and think about it and have like what our opinions on it are. So you know where we are locating <laughs> ourselves. We just want to put our stamp on history and say, we've known about this. Uh-huh. What's That's that? a Beyonce song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we want to say that mm-hmm. about natural wine. Oh, and then also we saw some one doing spawn con that was like for like white lady Pinot Grigio. And we were like, we got to get, I want to get a wine of us label. so badly. Yeah. Please. Please. Any vinters listening to this. I'll do, you know what? A can of sparkling would be right up my alley. Uh-huh. Just do that. That's uh-huh. a, you know what? If you drink a can of uh, wine, it's half a bottle. So yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah, crushing it. Yeah, Anyways. I did that on the subway the other day. I was like going to meet a friend, and I got a can of wine, and I was like, and then I was like, oh, I'm a little toasty. Oh yeah, roasty toast. Yeah. Um. So let's start with, I guess, basic. Yeah. Definitions. We're not going to go like insanely detailed because I feel like a lot of you already are very, very well versed in this, but we'll try to make it interesting for everybody. Yeah. And also, like, you don't need us to tell you the difference between like biodynamic and organic if you don't know it google it yeah it's pretty all the info's out there yeah um there's a lot of really bad dumb pieces about natural wine right now if you want to get the wrong information uh-huh. um also it inspires from either end like either the disdain or the like adoration like something about natural wine truly inspires bad writing it really really does it really it's does one of the most embarrassing things i've seen i saw last night um written about natural wine yeah um so i guess like technically so natural wine i mean it's it kind of is already in the name but it's basically wine that's made um without sulfur without like chemically produced and processed yeasts mm-hmm. um no like filtering um if there is filtration it's like a very very specific kind with like you know special 
I don't know. All <laughs> the, the all of the like actual winemaking techniques don't really interest me, but yeah, um, but it's basically like it's like hand picked, like nothing added or taken away from like, the yes. wine, and all of it is like indigenous to. So like you can buy yeast from, and this is like pretty popular, like champagne yeast and it's the yeast that naturally grows in the champagne region of france this is saying like it's just going to be indigenous yeast it's just going to be grapes like lots of people don't even stake the grapes lots of people Mm -hmm. just let the grapes grow Grow, and then pick them it's like everything is just like as it comes up it's made the grapes are made with the yeast that are on the grapes already like they're not putting in right and so everything it's just like the way that wine was made before basically world war ii yeah like just what was there in the ground fermented goodbye um yeah no sugar or anything like that put in there so um what what i found was that after so after because after the war there was a, just this surplus of like um ke- like chemical companies and like manufacturing companies and that changed like winemaking mm-hmm. so like that played a part in like the, the like overblown way that like winemaking changed essentially. And so then the natural wine movement was a reaction against that in like the seventies and early eighties people, I suppose coming of age, like taking over their parents or whatever vineyards. I'm, I'm yeah. literally making this up, but I feel like that is what happened. Yeah. Well also <laughs> like after world war two, there was, there were all these chemicals, but also there was like an extreme lack of like bodies to do the labor for wine right. making because everyone had died. Like all the young men had died. Ghosts can't be harvested. And they cannot. And so they needed like these chemical supplements to make that production easier. Mm-hmm. And then by the seventies and eighties, you have like basically like a return to stasis of population. Right. So you can say like, you can be a little more picky and right. you can like, be a little more discerning with like what you're doing. Um, and kind of the, one of the originators, I guess. And it's like, again, you can't say originators of natural wine because that is, it's been there since the beginning, right. you know? Um, but this guy, Jules, uh, Chavez, And again, I don't speak French and I'm very bad at, uh, how all these pronounce. So, so sue me. Okay. Sue me. And then that's a picture of Bart Simpson on a skateboard. That's what I want you to think of every time I say a French name. Do you don't have I mean? a cow. Don't man. have a cow, man. I don't know what the fuck. I'm American. Um, but he was a chemist and a winemaker. And what I imagine is just like one of those like kind of uh, nebbish guys, like maybe a patch on the elbow, hmm. kind of a local weirdo. And he's making okay. natural wine. Yeah. <laughs> bachelor confirmed loving this portrait kind of gets the same thing at the market every week and everyone says there goes monsieur chavez the baguettes hurry up right Um, of course (laughs) 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 kind of a beauty in the beast town square Mm. you know um, he's Belle's father. He's like, Belle's he's like father. A he's tinkering with yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the double glasses that flip up. You know mm. what I mean? Like those. Yes, kind of I'm that... loving. I'm loving this portrait. Hire me to write the screenplay about this very boring <laughs> town in France. So, um, but he's like tinkering around. He's making natural wine. He is credited with carbonic maceration as a as a style um, of of uh, part of the process of making natural wine. Um, and then, so he, and he's like born in like 1907. So he's like an older dude, obviously right now, um, in the time we're going, it's the seventies now. So he's old. Um, we're, I'm just, we're skipping back through a lot of time. We got to keep the timestamp for the audience. So they know what the fuck we're talking about. I don't, I want you to get the right style. That's why I said patches on the elbow. Okay. Anyways. So he, um, this guy, Marcel Lapierre, which is like the main big daddy of natural wine but he takes an interest in this guy's writing this guy has he wrote like he gave a speech essentially that is considered kind of like the main this canon for natural winemaking of course um so marcel lapierre is a winemaker his family's been a winemaker he gets this guy they start working together and then eventually marcel lapierre creates the gang of five or the gang of four, depending on who you want to put into that gang mm. um, of, of, of winemakers in France who start just doing kind of a crazy thing at the time they were like laughed at. They were uh, derided. They were, everyone was like, you are the stupidest man I have ever seen. And they said, Oh, fuck you. We are rock and roll. 
uh, we are the bad boys of one, which is what they always say about themselves. They're like, yeah. oh, we don't know. We were just like, let's get drunk. And I'm like, okay. You guys are a bunch of rich guys in France that can afford to fuck around with wine. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, so they start doing this. And it's also definitely like a, a very 70s movement of like, back to the earth, like natural, like that was all part of it too. Mm -hmm. Like biodiversity, like the farm as a whole concept of like, you know, being ecologically sound and like beneficial for the earth, biodynamic, witchy mysticism, all this stuff. Sure. Like Um, uh, father Yod. Well, a TBT to an earlier episode. TBT to father Yod. (laughs) Um, and this guy, Rudolf Steiner, just want to mention him, but he was very, like, mystical with all this stuff. So he was in there, too, talking about biodiversity and biodynamic wine, which we've also said biodynamic is just... Do you want to go into biodynamic wine a little bit? Because I feel like you you did a little more research on that than I did. Um. Well, well, I just want to say that um, some of these things are, like, you can be certified, like, certain methods and like biodynamic is like a further certification like organic is like the first thing and then biodynamics like the second like it's like to the nth degree but not everyone is certified and everyone knows certification especially in the french government who they don't what the fuck aoc's out the wazoo i know um so if you trust macron sure get certified (laughs) you know whatever I trust him because he dates an old, I mean, is married to an older woman. You trust him? No, I don't trust him. I'm joking. (laughs) He's just, I think it's cool that he has like an elderly wife. He is like one of, to me, like he's such a sinister character. No, I mean, he definitely is. I just, again, like that he's dating a very old woman. Sure. Anyways, it's very French, you know? Um, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he (laughs) cheats on her. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead though. Uh, that's, no. Okay. You're like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, there's again, there's so much information we could talk about AOC certification and Vigne de France and all that stuff. But again, simply look at a Wikipedia page. I don't, we don't have to tell you about it. If you want, if you want, if you, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. I mean, you, we are not in control of what you do on your free time. <laughs> Only now is our control over you when we're speaking on our podcast. Um, and you are welcome to skip past this if you'd like. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I panicked. I yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so these guys, and, and I think it took a while. And basically, a lot of the things that can go wrong with natural wine is is due to the lack of, of sulfur, because sulfur is a stable, like, it, it stabilizes the wine. Yeah. Um, it and controls, like, the fermentation that can happen in the bottle. Um, sorry, go ahead. Just some, some people who produce natural wine still do use sulfur at yeah. bottling. You can use a little bit. There's a, there, you can't use a certain amount yeah. to be considered natural, but part of the, what is funny about natural wine and, and I think really cool is that there are rules, but there also are not. Yeah. And also like, you just have to think about like some of it is like, Sulfur is something that like, of course, blah, blah, blah. It is natural. It's been used in winemaking for a long time. And also like, if you want French wine, like at some point there has to be some preservation to send it across a fucking ocean. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So they're kind of like, yeah, whatever's best for the wine we do. Like mm-hmm. it's a living thing. It's right. living wine is like very one other, Montessori, very Montessori. You, when you do open a bottle of wine, you have to pour it into a second container first and then pour it back into the bottle and then pour it back. <laughs> first into you the... say, which is bigger? <laughs> and then you point to the bigger container because you're stupid mm-hmm. and yeah. a child. And then you kind of have to rake some dirt uh-huh. uh, somewhere and else. build a te- kind of block yeah. tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mom has to give you really ugly bangs. That's kind of a Montessori kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love how much we reference Montessori. Did you go to Montessori no, school? Yeah, me either. Really did not. Just went to regular public school. I don't know. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I went to the school at my mom's gym. You know where I had to read Dracula by myself as a kid. Um, <laughs> had to. Weird. Fully not understanding. I was like seven years You're old. Like he is creepy. Okay, not as scary as I thought. This book is pretty boring. Um. Anyways, um, so yeah, so it's basically people who, it, it, people like to call it a revolution. People, it, 
again, like we said, this inspires a lot of lofty talk on both sides, which is equally annoying to me. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think National Wine is, and I'll be honest, like when I, before I moved to New York, I had never really heard of this. Same. And so when I started working at uh, where we work now, I was like, the first question they're like, do you know Pet Nat Natty Wines? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying to me. And you're like, alternatively, I don't know anything. Alternatively, I'm an idiot. I, f- yeah. I really felt like I had a pickle barrel around my fucking... <laughs> I, I felt yeah. that. and I used to buy uh, two for ten bottles of uh, Yellowtail when I was in college. Sure. I mean, you have to in college. Yeah. The What's it called? Like the gnarly bear or whatever that you know what i'm talking about whatever it doesn't matter anyways so uh and i obviously had had much wine in my life but um not like so anyways i this was a new concept to me same and where we work are uh those restaurants were on the forefront of the natural wine like boom in new york yeah many years ago yeah um so i but i've taught I've, i've learned so much and um and it's all i drink same. I pretty much <laughs> like only I, drink it. Like, I mean, when I go home, my mom is a two buck truck gal through and through. Wow. Sometimes I'll bring her bottles of wine as gifts and she's always just like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess obviously when I go out to places, I'll be like, sure. I'll, I mean, I know it's not that I won't drink other kinds of wine. I obviously will, but. Um, I kind of don't really, to well, be honest, because it's just like, I, I mean, it's not good. It's not good. And and also, like, I truly am in my heart of hearts a beer drinker. So, like, I, if I'm not going to have, like, good wine, I'll just, I'd rather have a shitty beer than a shitty wine. Mm, I get that. I think for me, I get a lot of drink. I get paid in a lot of drink tickets. So mm. they're not going to have natural wine at whatever bar show I'm doing. Yeah. So I'll just get, you know, yeah. a bad rosé and chug it. Yeah. You know, to me, it's that. fine. As long as it's cold, like bad beer. As long as it's ice cold. Yeah. I'll kick it back. Eh. I'm thinking calorie. You know, it's like a carb, yeah, it's I a get carb thing. I get that. I get that. Anyways. Um, so I think now natural wine has moved out of like a snobby little secret in New York mm-hmm. and is now like fucking every Tom, Dick and Harry coming into the bar being like, yeah, do you have like, nat- do you have like orange wine? And I'm like, do you know what you're saying? Do you know yeah. what that means? What are you? Yeah. Is this natural? I'm like, yes, sweetie. All of them are natural. If you knew anything about where you are, you would know that every single wine is on this nat- list is natural. It's that's how it works. It's also like, I think that, uh, for good or for ill. So a lot of natural wine, um, allows like certain bacterias to grow that have that like Britannomyces is like yep. the signature one that has like the barnyard funk mm-hmm. that people are like, that is what hit natural- song <laughs> <laughs> of the eighties barnyard funk. We all remember, which I do really like in wine. Yeah, me too. But, um, depend the, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but not all natural wine has that. And like a lot of natural wine is really clean drinking and definitely not going to like slap you in the face. And yeah. you're not going to like, not all natural wine is funky. No, there are funky natural wines, but not all natural wine is funky. And so like, you'll be like, yep, this is natural wine. And they're like, what? yeah, I'm not, my, my brain's not melting. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's just like a, it's a Chardonnay. It's a it's Sauvignon okay. Blanc. It's, it's a Sancerre. Okay. It's just going to be, you know, it's a, it's a delicious wine. Yeah. It doesn't um, have to be, there's also like mouse and cracker and yeah. cat piss and all the things we say yeah. not to guests, but no, Ugh. <laughs> anything that if I can even taste that a wine is going to go mousy, I, I can't drink it. You and I are the same. We are, there's a lot of people who don't care. And I think you and I are in the same lit. It's like cilantro to us. Yeah. The mouse cracker is. Bad. Yeah. I, um, in Miami, there was actually like a lot of really nice natural wine but we got a bottle my friend and i and it was one of those where i was like oh this is gonna go mousy in about two hours and i was like got a chuggy you couldn't i was like couldn't finish my portion of the like i I had to like i like while there was still like a good glass in the bottle i was like we're just gonna get another bottle of something else because i just couldn't even it was like not even mousy yet but i was like i can't you could tell the future read the mouse future it's it's 
my worst trait probably no no i don't i mean that is insane but i love it <laughs> you're like no no no. you have much worse much worse <laughs> things about you personally uh, i name dropped over a bad gimlet so i think we're on the same <laughs> level here snobbery. of absolute insane asshole yeah um but a lot of natural wine is really clean drinking yeah. and it's just produced with a lot of integrity and that's a good thing like it's not cool to let <laughs> Robert Parker, we were trying to find out, like, Robert Parker's a very famous wine critic, and we were like, what has he said about natural wine? And in, like, 2014, he's like, all the natural wine is going to be exposed as frauds. Yeah, you're like, uh, what? Uh, But it is true that sometimes you can kind of, like, have a flaw in a wine and kind of put, if you put it under the umbrella term of natural wine people will be like, this is cool. Right. Which is kind of a cool way to get out of stuff. I want to live, live my <laughs> like, life like that. I'm like, something. got every mistake I make. I'm like, actually, but if you think about it, it's pretty chill that I was late for work. And everyone's like, hell yeah. Oh, cool. You're rock and roll. Breaking yeah. the rules. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think like, I mean, to be a hippie about it at its heart, it is like, sensibly for the people it's yeah. like it's it's not mass produced it's like small allocations it's um hoping for like by bio, like increasing biodiversity being like working with the earth being natural i mean all of those things i do value and i think are really important and like those movements are like can help change the world not to be a bitch but <laughs> I love- um yeah i mean i think it's like you get into this there was um, one of the wine critics for the times wrote this piece that was called like embracing cheap wine. And she was like, yeah, like all these places use all these chemicals to make this wine. That's really palatable for like the general public. And that's a good thing. And I was like, well, actually it's a good thing to like connect people to like the production of their food. Totally. And it's like in general, like we should know where our food is produced and we should know how it's produced. And like, that's the problem with natural wine is it is more expensive because there's more, it's like anything like you're paying, but that's, what's ruining fucking people's lives is that we are devaluing and like mass producing things that people should be like, directly involved with and working with and that's like you should pay more like everything should be more expensive i mean it shouldn't be but the price is what i'm saying yeah the price should reflect what is put into it and also people should make more money yeah no absolutely i mean i don't mean right like i'm just saying like yeah the value it is it is more valuable yeah so it's just it is that hard question of like what is truly returning wine to people is it that it's available everywhere for 5.99 or is it that actual people produced actual wine that is specifically located in a terroir and people can drink that and it can reflect that back to them. It's cool. Which is like more returning it to the people, even though it's like, I mean, that's the trap of natural wine is it's so many like cool dudes, action Bronson fucking chilling. Yeah. It's pretty, there's some pretty despicable people involved. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we love to, you know, make out French people being, you know, the best of the best, but they're also fucking assholes. Yeah. So, French people kind of suck. Yeah. But, um, you have cool cigarettes over there. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, and everyone's anorexic. So I guess that's chill. That's a chill fact. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think then the, the, way that people talk about natural wine is the like kind of what we wanted to touch on, which is so funny um, that like people who love natural wine for some reason can't just be like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. The way it's produced is good and it makes good product. I and like the way we like it. They have to be like, this fucking bullshit is going to blow your balls off, man. <laughs> and you're like, oh, is that, oh, oh cool. is that a good thing? Or should I be afraid? Yeah, it's really not like, yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. It's very like teacher's pet trying to be cool. It is. There, there is, I put this on like every social media account I am in charge of, but I did a, there was a Bon Appetit that was just like, 
hey man, what's natural wine? It's NWA. It's Elvis. Which, side note, guys, please, that is the least cool thing you could ever fucking... It's what your parents will never understand. I'm like, is this a bubble yum commercial from 1993? Like, yeah, (laughs) for you, not them. Like, this isn't your grandma's fucking... It's just like, no, 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 no. It's wine. It's wine. It's wine, baby girl. It's wine. It's okay. We don't need to go that far. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And then at the same time, like <laughs> the Washington post literally two days ago was posting about natural wine and they're like, natural wine hates science or <laughs> does it? And I was like, well, it's still like scientifically bait. Like I was like, just because it's not like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And then we were talking about the biodynamic calendar as well, which is like another aspect of natural wine, which Google, if you want to get into, but, um, is basically saying like, all of farming is like based on the lunar calendar and you can like, like sometimes I'll look up like astrological stuff from the farmer's almanac because it always has really complete information about lunar cycles. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the biodynamic calendar basically says that like, because these food and wine products are coming from the earth, they're like still, they still exist in relation to the rhythms of the earth. Yeah. Um, which just like makes sense if you, like that is a very logical thing. If you produce something from the earth and don't tamper with it, it's going to like still be in rhythm with the earth. Sure. And we read this article on wine folly and they're like, we're uh science loving geeks. And we really wanted to disprove the biodynamic calendar, but it's actually true for lo- some logic defying reason. And I was like, that doesn't defy logic at all. It just doesn't involve computers. <laughs> Nerds, get out. Get out. Get logic out. <laughs> logic just means like certain things are connected. It doesn't necessarily mean that like a calculator wrote it. Or yeah, it's whatever. not boobs upside down, okay? <laughs> okay? On a calculator. It's not what's that movie where like <laughs> Michael J. Fox has to play chess against a computer and like Are you thinking of war games with yeah, Matthew yeah, Broderick? Yeah. Yes. Is this a game or is it real? What's the difference? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is exactly. So like logic doesn't necessarily have to encapsulate the plot of that movie. Like logic can just be like certain things exist in conjunction. Um, real quick side note. There is a hip hop song that has that as a sample of Matthew Broderick saying, is this a game or is this real? What's the difference? If anyone knows that song, I've been trying to find it. It's a sample in a song and I don't know what it is. Anyways, Interesting. just putting that out there. If anyone Sound knows off in the comments, if anyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Huh? Anyways, what era? I don't know. It's literally um, all I know. I heard it one time and I was like, what the fuck? And I've cool. never, I tried to War Google it. Sample. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, what else do we have to say about natural wine? We love it. We drink we, it. We love it and we drink it. Oh, also orange wine, just real quick. Orange wine is just a wine. It's a white wine that's made like a red wine. It's skin contact. It's fermented with skin, skin on skin contact. That's what gives it an orange hue. Um, it sometimes can have like, a bolder, funkier, but it doesn't always have to be funky at all. Yeah. Um, but that's what orange wine is. Also, you don't really have to call it orange wine because that's like saying it's all very, people just have somehow gotten a hold of orange wine in this Mm -hmm. strange way. Yeah. Orange wine has really been like a weird, a weird experience. And people who like think they like it usually don't when they're asked for it in that way. Like it's like, it's yeah. A lot of people have, tried to like kind of rebrand it as skin contact wine, which is like more accurate to what yeah. how it's produced. But I think it's just the idea of like orange and rosé being like yeah. somehow linked. So like a lot of rosé drinkers will come in and they'll be like, oh, orange wine is like rosé, which it sort of yeah. is, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, I get it because it's a middle ground. Yeah. I don't drink a lot of red wine, so... I get, yeah. I drink a lot of rosé, orange wine, and white. So, like, I, I get it. But, yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, I like, like, light reds and, and big whites. So, orange wine to me is, like, yeah, same. Perfect. Um, yeah, I think I really discovered, I think natural wine really let me realize, like, again, what I think is so important about learning about food and drinks and, like, what can be exciting is that it just makes your life better because you know what you like. That is so true. That is something. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't like this because... Because if you drink red wine, like just the normal red wine that bars have, it's a Malbec usually or something like that, 
it's like thick and like inky and weird. It's it's yeah. hot and like heavy. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. And so like I was always like I just don't like red wine. You know, like I don't yeah. like m- most red wines I've ever had. I don't like. And yeah. then I'm like, oh my god, red wine. You can have it and you can see through it and it can be like chilly and juicy and bright and yeah, fresh and delicious. delicious and like like glue glue if we must say it if we must say glue glue we must say glue glue but um but it's it's so i'm like fuck it, it just really did open up a whole like if you do enjoy these sort of things it's fucking cool to learn about and yeah. you can taste something you've literally never tasted before how cool is that that's also why the flip side of the coin being like if you're like really disdainful of natural wine like you are also cutting yourself off from like just something like it's wine. It's going to, if you enjoy it, your life is just going to be like a, that much more fun, a little more fun. Cause yeah. you're going to be able to like go around, go into a wine store, be like, I'm going to like that. I'm not going to like that. Like, it's just like, it lets your life be a little more fun. So I think there are a lot of people who are really disdainful of natural wine or just like come into restaurants and they're just like, this is snobby just like on the front. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you just like open yourself up like that much to say like, yeah, like you might know more than me. So like, why don't you tell me about tell it? Me, like, then you're just going to be able to like have like a tiny bit more fun in your life. And that's good. Yeah. And maybe you'll be able to tell your friend and be like, Hey, I learned this thing and here's a cool wine. And like, let's go try some. And like, yeah. that's fucking fun. Yeah. What evs y'all. Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was telling Kelly that we used to get quizzed on the gang of five uh, at the restaurant where we worked and it was like very stressful to me. So I have a lot of like stress triggers with natural wine that I'm just coming out of now. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And I learned about natural wine from someone who is like truly considered an authority and she has like such a chill vocab and language, but I really respect her and like her, but also I'm like vaguely triggered by that language, that style of language now. What the, the like, the, it's like, like a like, funky like, shitty barnyard piece of shit <laughs> like that. Yeah, just like, wow, this tastes like fucking hot hot dog water. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah, we're coming from different yeah initial approaches. Yeah. Like the super chill vibes, I'm like, okay. Like she's just very knowledgeable, and so that lets her be super yeah, chill. Yeah, like it's like you can be a modern art. You can do, you know, right. formless painting when you've done the but background. It's like, I get a little triggered yeah. when I hear people just saying like, bleh, bleh, bleh. yeah. I mean, I definitely am able to like taste things that I never could taste before, which is fucking dope. Yeah. Cool. That's like a real thing, and it's really it's cool. a real thing that I made fun of forever, and then I was like, no, it's fucking real. It's real and it's it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, we're cool. Mom, this might be our longest ep yet. How long? Well, like, you know, they'll be able to see. I'm not. It doesn't matter. Oh no, I mean like it's you're okay. You're keeping it for me. No, no, you're I mean, keeping it. You're hiding it. No, I mean in a good way. I think we we really we went through it a little bit. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more about this, just let us know. If you actually want us to talk about it with uh, a depth and an intensity oh, that we, we didn't go. bring. I to bet this. you we could do a whole one about biodiversity. That's cool. Yeah. That's Biodynamic. Cool. You know, all yeah. the that practice is fucking witchy AF. Yeah. It's cool. All right. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Please do review, rate, and subscribe. We're at 99 ratings. Be our 100th member. We won't do anything special, but, but we will thank you. But you'll have it in your heart. You'll know that you did something special for us. Yeah. Um, and we do have a Patreon if you'd like to contribute. You don't even have to listen to the extra content. You can just say, <laughs> these ladies are doing their best, and we need to, we'll give them a dollar or $5 or $10 a month because yeah. we think that they should be valued. Be valued. Be admired. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Love ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.